Welcome, everybody, to Craft Heads Podcast, episode 168A. I say 168A because I'm breaking this into two parts for no other reason than, Tommy, I told you I would tell you on the podcast, I got two such amazing pictures that I I couldn't decide. And I was like, we need to do this for both different things. So on both different parts of this trip that we're going to discuss, there will be a new picture. So I, that's um, the only reason we're breaking it up. I was, I, that would have been really low on my list of what to think was the right? reason. Yeah, it's it's a very small thing. But welcome to Craft Heads Podcast. This is the podcast that I do with my best friend of 20 f- this month, mm. September 2023. It's 24 years of friendship. Next year is our our silver anniversary, bro. Oh, that was the best. That was so good. I can always count on that out of Tommy. That was a high five. Yeah. No, that was, it wasn't a high five. It was, uh, it was like a the, dap. Is that a dap? Is that what that's it's called? It's a dap, that yeah. That was all right. Yeah. All right, so 168A, this is the podcast about nothing, but also everything, where each episode is something different, and we always have an alcoholic beverage of some kind. So basically the topic is going to be... It's kind of like one of those travel casts, but it's very people-intensive and people-centric because Tara and I just went on a nine-day vacation. We started off in Vegas and then went to Colorado Springs and then Denver, and we met so many beautiful and interesting people along the way that it was just it was time for one of those big shout out episodes. So before we dive into our drink, well, also me, yeah, don't forget about me. You have a shout out. I have a shout out from my trip to South Carolina, Charleston. So oh shit, yeah, th- this is it's uh, we're gonna we're gonna fly through the travel stuff. I'm assuming, and yes. like Alex said, Correct. focus on the people. So if you're one of the I think nine shout outs we have, mm-hmm. definitely stay around for this whole entire episode. If you're not and you're one of our regular listen, listeners, thanks for hanging out and uh, hearing us, because we do have some crafty beverages to talk about, too. Of course, and here's a good idea along those lines, Tommy, just so that everybody knows they're being included. We, we'll cover them. I'm going to co- cover mine chronologically, but name yours right so now. that this person knows. Skylar. Skylar. We're going to get to you, Skylar. Sky, Sky Silverwing. Sky, ooh. And, I, and there's a story. Okay, I like Surrounded. That. My shout-outs are Bjorn and Andrew, Charlie, Christopher, Josh, Robert, Mario, Santiago, Jordan, Ken, Tommy. He's my new best friend. He's replacing you. Never. I'll kill him. (laughs) And Jack. So that's basically just letting you all know right off the bat, we're going to get to you. It's going to be in chronological in that particular order. So without further ado, Tommy, you are starting us off with a drink. And then I have one for the Colorado section, which is 168B. So, Tommy, why don't you get us started? What are we drinking? Absolutely. Um, so, Skyler, shout out, big time Skyler. Um, Claire bought me, uh, well, this was Claire and I's anniversary uh, trip for each other. It was our first time traveling with Levi, and we took Roe with us. And uh, Claire went to school in Charleston, uh, went to College of Charleston for her, and then stayed there for another year or two afterwards, I think. Um, but this was a, I've never been, and she was showing me around and, and, uh, taking me out to all of her favorite spots and seeing where she used to, her old stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, on Saturday, while, since we're hanging out at home with the baby, she, uh, brought in somebody to give us a cocktail making class Ooh, that's into cool. the, our Airbnb and, Love uh, that. and our man was Skylar. He came over and gave us a three hour cocktail making class. And really since it was just two of us and he normally does this for like giant parties. We were just shooting the shit and he was just, 
he just came in and he brought his stuff and and made us some beautiful cocktails. Um, my favorite, he brought a, he made one for us. I told him about the podcast and uh, Thank said, you, "Tommy, you're welcome." <laughs> Uh, Skyler, if if you're listening right now, I'm notoriously bad at being the one to uh, do the shout outs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you can hear by the beginning of this episode, Alex has eight people to shout out, and I have one. But um, uh, I'm thrilled. Yeah, no, no. He he was he was the man, and I texted you a picture of me and him. He is James yes, Slice, friend James. Uh, James, uh, I remind me to show you the picture if I see you this weekend or soon. Um, just so such a nice guy. Similar personality to James uh, in that matter, and just in like has the world by the balls, just wants to do whatever he wants to do. And he several times he said, unmarried, no kids, and he just can do whatever he wants. Unburdened, free spirited, God love you, Sky. So, Skyler, we're gonna try the his proprietary cocktail, it's called the Sky Chai. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. And um and here Alex, I'm I'm showing Alex the picture of the um cocktails that he brought for us. And these are the four. Okay, I see a gin ricky, of course, that's a classic bees knees, heard of that also, smoky old fashioned and sky chai sky chai is so that that's his own thing. Yeah, sky cool. chai is his like own that. thing. The smoky old fashioned also is, has his own little twist on it because there's cinnamon and orange agave in it. So um that that like I was also tell them I I'd had a bee's knees I had had a gin ricky before the smoky old fashioned I have had that before but mm-hmm. he he the the labor that he put into it was probably propri- proprietary yeah sure but the sky chai the creative, for sure at least at yeah. the very least yeah so the sky chai is definitely his though um and the ingredients are well do you want to try it before I tell you the ingredients sure yeah why not that's okay. a good idea. Uh, Skylar, it's still in the water bottle that you made this in, by the way. And I'm pouring it out for Alex to try now. Absorbing microplastics in an acidic environment. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. It, there's only one, so we're Alex and I are sharing it. Ooh. That's that's really nice. Isn't it? it it's, it's definitely... Uh, so he was teaching us the difference between shaken and stirred, mm-hmm. which is... You don't want to bruise the cocktail. On well, ice. Yes. It, what's actually like, um, he, how he said it is it's more of a shaken is going to give you a very citrus forward or like a um, a, a, a floral forward cocktail. And stirred is going to give you an a, a spirit forward cocktail because you're not, you know, mixing up the ingredients a certain yeah. way. But, uh, and, and there's a lot more that I'm not going to get into, but I mean, it was a, it was a crash course on spirits and alcohol and it, and it was beautiful and we had a great time. But the uh, Sky Chai, as we're drinking now, is three ounces of whiskey, and he went one and a half parts rye, one and a half parts not regular whiskey. I, I like that um, that breakdown. And before you go any further, is there is there cinnamon in there? Um, it's it's chai. So okay. so that I think seemed, cinnamon has chai. Yeah, that seemed way too obvious, which is why I didn't say it. But man, that's okay. Before you read the rest of the ingredients again, it reminds me of that time on another episode you threw together. A, a bourbon cider drink. A bourbon smash kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's really similar. Yeah. I mean, Skies might be a little better, you know, but <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he he made the chai syrup himself by infusing chai into simple syrup mm-hmm. and then had that on hand. 0.75 of that. Four dashes of uh, Angostura, aromatic Angostura, not mm-hmm. necessarily whatever the other one is. There, there's an orange one. There's yeah. a default one. They have different flavors, yeah. And then um, 0.75 of lemon juice. So that's that. It's beautiful, and, and it's and I. This was my favorite, and he was really excited to show us this. And 
I, I know why, because we all really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, cheers to you, Sky. Thanks for sharing your, your prowess and creativity with the podcast. I'm going to have another sip, and then, Tommy, you should probably finish that off, because full disclosure, disclosure, and this will not surprise the folks at Death & Company, I already came into this podcast a little bit buzzed, and it's only going to get <laughs> worse as we go, so cheers to everybody listening. Tommy, was there anything else on your um, on the Charleston side of the adventure that you want to share? Uh. No, not too much. I mean, College of Charleston was a really nice uh, small campus, and we got to have a couple of few dinners that uh, Claire and I really enjoyed. As I mentioned earlier, it was Claire and I's first time traveling with the baby, and uh, it was not easy. I'll just say that. I believe um, it. And and I'm glad you did it anyways. I yeah. think it's really important, both for the child to experience <laughs> more chaotic environments and for you guys. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. that, no, I'm, I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty, um, but it was we had a great time, and... Um, Happy anniversary to, uh, second anniversary to my wife. Yeah, fantastic, man. That's awesome. So <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell you again, we did, uh, Tara and I, this was, it started off as a friend of ours had a conference in Vegas and he was like, hey, do you want to just, you know, you got four free nights in a hotel and we were like, yeah, we'll book flights immediately. Like I wasn't planning on going to Vegas this year, but it seemed irresponsible not to go considering it was free. So we figured we would do that and then. There was a Southwest promotion. I won't bore everybody with the details, but everybody who knows me, I love to take advantage of their companion pass stuff. So I booked a flight and I needed to fly it within basically within 30 days. So I canceled the flight home and booked a flight to Colorado Springs because I wanted to go somewhere new. And then we were going to stay there for two nights and then go to Denver and fly home to Atlanta because that was a direct flight. Couldn't get a direct one home from Colorado Springs, and I pretty much only do directs unless there's literally no other option. Yeah, so tough. that's yeah, that's how all of this happened. And uh, you know, I won't go beat by beat, but I do. There is one more current event topic versus just like, oh, what did Alex and Tara do in Vegas? Did you hear about this whole MGM hack, Tommy? No. What? Nope. What? <laughs> okay, I am genuinely surprised to hear that, and I'm very excited. Basically, MGM was hacked yes when we were in vegas yes and understand that they just, turned on jackpots for every machine well they probably could have and i don't i i admit i didn't google where, what the status is of everything right now like i don't date of recording by the way uh september 21st 2023 sometimes i forget to do that but um i don't know what the exact status of it is right now but it wasn't just the mgm hotel it was their entire network and infrastructure so any hotel in Vegas that is operated by MGM was it's affected. A lot of them, a ton. Like maybe maybe <laughs> a dozen, at least half. Okay. It, it crippled Vegas. And Tommy, these were some of the the effects, and we got to witness this firsthand. Mm. And I, I'm not saying this lightheartedly. It's very strange. I've been I'm not, I've been to Vegas five times now, in in varying degrees of calamity. Terrible things have happened when I've been in Vegas. My first visit ever, I left the day of the shooting in 2017. Uh, Tommy was there for a couple days prior to that with me. Uh, on another one, when Tommy, what, what um, what property was the sh- where the shootings at? Mandalay, the Mandalay shooting, yeah. where the guy was just like in like the twelfth floor. Or I hate something. to give him any airtime, but Stephen Paddock is the name. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the guy. And um, then a couple, I'll say several years later, I want to say maybe maybe it was 2021. Yeah, two years ago. Tara and I went with Tommy and Claire. We stayed at the, it, I think it was a Hilton Grand Vacation, Elara. Mm, and the yeah. morning we went up to get our flight, there was a shooting like outside of our building. Not a mass shooting, but there was a shooting. Do you remember that? And it 
in Vegas like hours before we woke up outside of our bill. But it was like some lunatic. And again, was they, it was mild compared to Stephen Paddock. Oh my obviously. God. Yeah. yeah. It, but it was, the point is it was like another calamitous event. And then this one, there's this insane hack that occurred. So wow. giving you, you and the listeners, I'm glad if you haven't heard it, that means everybody hasn't heard it. Um, these, this hacking group, and I can't forget their name, or I can't remember their name, sorry, something with spiders or whatever, but they, this is so sad, they got in with social engineering, and if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's it's basically taking advantage of, of human, I'm going to be really nice here, human carelessness mm. versus saying human stupidity. Is that like email phishing, kind of? I, sure, but being more tactful, and, and like I think they literally placed a single call to, like, to the help desk, and they were like, this is, they, they targeted a guy on LinkedIn, found his name, found his title, location, blah, 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 called their help desk and was like, hey, I forgot my password. I need to be able to log in. And like, they just handed it over. Oh, geez. And that's what social engineering is in a nutshell. Like basically taking advantage of human, um, is it naivety? Naivete, however you want to pronounce that. Naiveness. That's not the word, but you get it. Um, and they got in. And apparently, here's another thing I recently learned. I think, fact check me on on a lot of this, but I think Caesars was hacked first. Hmm. they paid very quickly because it was ransomware. Yeah. And that's what I was telling Tara from Was the it beginning. in Bitcoin or was it a... Um, I don't know, probably, but whatever it was, um, I want to say maybe $15 million or something. I remember thinking to myself, you know, these comp- these casinos have so much money. Like, if if there is honor among thieves and there, and I, I did base it on this hypothetical, if there's a way for you to say, we will pay you, but like you have to leave us alone after this, then... Like just pay them, mm-hmm. you know, because the amounts of money that they're asking for, it's a huge bag for them. But for the casino, it's like, what the fuck? We're going to yeah. I, I think I read somewhere that every day that the casinos were down for MGM, we they were losing four to eight million dollars, which didn't surprise oh. me at all. So it's just two days of downtime. Yeah, it's like, just pay the money, yeah. you know, move on, get, get over it. So anyways, um, I, I know as as of a couple days ago and maybe even today, I haven't looked, it's still going on. Mm. But all of I would say 90% of the slot machines were just cooked. Like they said, like out of service or mm. auditing mode or whatever. Mm. Like walking around was like a ghost town. We stayed at the you Aria. You said 90%? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. We were staying at the Aria. Yeah. And it was like a ghost town. It was very bizarre. And even when they did manage to get them like running at various parts of the day, if you played a slot machine, as soon as you wanted to cash out, and it doesn't matter if it was $5,000 or 50 cents, you had to sit. You had to call somebody and oh. sit and wait. And they literally came around with clipboards and had to pay you in person. Whoa! It was insane. That is it, wild. I, you know, on my fifth trip to Vegas, I was like, I felt like I was in the Stone Age. Yeah. And people, thank God, it didn't happen at our hotel. People were getting locked out of their rooms. Oh, their damn. keys were not working. A quick question. Yeah. Um, just something that I'm I'm thinking of. Uh, were the tables down? Like the blackjack tables? No. That's. That makes me feel better. This is an I agree because like they're I not affected. They're not fixed. Yes, you know they're just like they're they're shuffling machines and that's it. Well, here I'm, I am here to tell you, Tommy, and anybody with a brain in their head should know this. Slots, they're fun. Yeah, they are garbage. Yeah, and hundred percent fixed. Absolutely fixed yeah. garbage. Tables are amazing and fun and rewarding and like they they can pay off. So. And I'm going to get to my, my final part about uh, how I left Vegas, because I don't think I told you. But uh, also, all the elevator shafts, like, you know how 
They have multiple elevator vestibules and maybe six elevators within each, like tons of people. They had a, they were all staffed once, like during this hack, they had a staff member sitting in a chair, probably wanting to kill themselves, these poor bastards, with walkie-talkies in case somehow a, a patron got trapped because, like, hey, I would want to, f- I would freak out if I were trapped in an elevator. That way they could be like, hey, this is so-and-so, you know, come get us, we're in this shaft. The so, Craft Heads podcast patron? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so it was, um, it was good that they were doing that, but imagine how much money that alone was costing mm-hmm. them, like putting full-staffed bodies just to sit in an elevator. Yeah. So... It was an absolute mess while we were there. You know, half the casinos were all messed up. It was really interesting. You um, guys weren't singing at an MGM, were you? Yeah, we were. Oh, okay. The Aria. Oh, okay. All right. it, it was insane, dude. And, like, uh, I'm very glad because we got there. Like, I, the first thing I noticed was their website was down. Like, the Aria's website was mm-hmm. not working. And I was like, what if somebody wanted the book? You know, it was, <laughs> it was, I didn't know about the hack yet. Thankfully, we got there at a weird time, and it was, like, maybe the first or second day of the hack. So we didn't have to wait that long. But for the duration of the trip, anytime we went out the lobby, there was like an hour plus long line just to check in. And it was being done on on clipboards Ooh, and paper. My God. And people would wait and, and they would be like, I'm sorry, we can't take credit cards. You have to pay in cash. <sighs> yeah, they can Tommy, can you imagine? I you know I that, would be incensed. If there was if there was a place to ask for cash. It would be Vegas, though. Yes, it's true. <laughs> Luckily, that's the one place where, like, you know, you might be able to quell a riot because yeah. people could get out cash. But you know, a lot of people are buying things on credit, and they're like, "I'll pay for it in a month." It, the whole thing was just—it was very surreal and bizarre. And I'm so glad this is all new information to you. Yeah, that was wild. But um, my last couple notes here, and, and then I'm going to talk about the the people. I, I promise that I had two intoxicating, intoxicatingly amazing foods. One of them was a, it was called Hen of the Woods. It was a mushroom, and I feel so stupid now of what kind it was. But the way that they prepared it, it was a restaurant the, in the Aria. The dish was called Hen of, Hen of the Woods? Hen of the Woods. And um, the restaurant was, it's cathedral with an E at the end. I don't want to try and pronounce it. I'm but looking it, was a, it, up. it was a French restaurant at Aria. Thank you. You can look it up. That was one of the best things I've ever tasted. And then, Tommy, this is going to make you like change your underwear as I tell you about this. We went to a place called Javier's, also at Aria, authentic Mexican, and I had a ahi tuna ceviche that was, <laughs> it was one of the best things I have ever eaten in my life. Like, big statement. Oh, my, I remember I woke up the next morning, I was like, I want that shit for breakfast. Yeah. Why is that place Why didn't you open? go back? Uh, they, I mean, they weren't open at the time. <laughs> and their basic salsa was also very hot and nice. wonderful. So did you look that. up that mushroom? What was it? I did. It's actually, Thank you. It's actually the mushroom is, it's layman name is... Hand of the Woods. Hand of the Woods. And it's the Grifola frondosa. Okay. I thought it was going to be something more um, uh, noted or... My, my take? Known. No, like what... Oh, I do remember my take. And Tara had morals. That, that's another... That's another Elias, right. alias. Al- oh, then it was my take. Okay, that yeah. was the one. And Tara had morals with her chicken, which, by the way, look those things up. They're very weird, but oh my god, that tasted like sex too. So I don't want to get too hung up on all of that. Um, the last restaurant establishment that was really amazing was um, we found a place online because we you know, like we were researching uh, restaurants every night, and we found a place called Super Frico, 
And it was like a, they built it as like a psychedelic Italian restaurant. And I was like, I don't even know what that means, what? but we're going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sign the, me up. They had like a DJ inside and all kinds of wild neon colors and wall art. And it was very cool. But it was like, a, it was hidden away inside the Cosmopolitan <sighs> Hotel. And it was multiple establishments within this. And I said, we, we want to get dinner. And because whenever I showed up, the hostess was like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, hey, uh, you got room for three? She was like, what are you looking for tonight? I was like, what do you have? You know, I got, she's like, we have a psychedelic experience. Yeah, I have no, I had no idea, but she, t- she took us into this place that left called the ski lodge, which is, it looks like a ski lodge and it's like a cocktail and beer bar, but we also got food in there and everything was spectacular. So, um, just a great experience. That was the whole thing. Should we, um, should we look at living in Vegas at some point? I remember talking to a friend rim job with whom we were with, I butchered that. We were there with him. And (laughs) (laughs) holy shit. And uh, he even asked, he was like, would you ever consider owning property here? And I, I said the same thing that I tell a lot of my close friends. I would like to have a few properties scattered out across the country in highly desirable locations and maybe go in on something Mm -hmm. like with, with a group of three to five couples or whatever it is. You know, I just, Having something split, in Vegas would split be dope. A like a two two or a three three exactly. somewhere in Vegas that we Airbnb most of the year. Yeah, or like, everybody gets one week that they can go with I, their people. I, honestly, I don't even want the headache of Airbnb, but like, it, I mean, who knows? I, I wouldn't write anything off, but mm-hmm. it would be a really amazing place to have property. But um, I'll explain what those uh, shout outs were in a second here. But I, here's the last thing I have to tell you, Tommy. This is my first time leaving Vegas up. Mm. Congrats! And, thank you. I, we lost on, you know, we had a couple good wins on slot machines. You're going to tell me the exact dollar, right? Yes. Yes. We, I can't wait. We had um, mostly, we had some good wins on slots, a couple of losses. I killed my table games, man. Blackjack, the, they, did, you, did you well, right? I won hundreds of dollars on blackjack. Yeah. Not net, but yeah. hundreds of, I mean, in blackjack, yes. Um, I played, I did roulette a couple times. I was up. Almost two hundred in roulette. But no alone. red nine. No, I did hit a red nine, but oh. not with your money. Ah. I swear to God, unfortunately, fucked up. It was not a huge one. I think it might have been like a three dollar hit, which is still a lot in roulette. Yeah. Really, hundred bucks. It, well over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, at thirty six to one. So if it's three yeah, bucks, it, then it would be one hundred yeah. eight over a hundred dollars. Sorry, <laughs> well I, over. I was thinking of the five dollar, which is well over. Yeah. But um, the last Tommy, I have to tell you, you're going to be so proud of me. I finally sat down in a poker room. Which was my first yes. time. Okay, so I, I knew this. Yeah, Remy and I texted. Awesome, I yep. love that. Um, we he bought it with two hundred, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do two. And I, as soon as I handed that guy my two hundred dollars, I kissed it goodbye. I was like, <laughs> "I'm going to pay for education here." Yeah. And early on, I was paying for education, and then I really started getting smarter and like paying attention to what people were doing. And like, there were some people at the table. I was like, "I know I'm smarter than half these people here," you yeah. know, and. I was learning a lot and I was getting down to slim pickings. I was down to like 30 or 40 bucks and uh, I had pocket kings Ooh. and I won 150 bucks. Yes. I was up to 180, 185. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm done. Nice. So I paid $15 for like a. No, oh, oh, no. <laughs> there, yes. that was much better. For like a two hour long lesson. And I felt awful because Sarah was just rotting in hell, like right outside of the poker room. And that, dude, that's the God thing, bless her for doing that. That is the thing about poker. It's it's by far my favorite thing to do when I gamble. Mm. But it is leaving everybody else 
to to fend for themselves and for so long. Time does not exist. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it just melts away. Yeah. I, I seriously couldn't believe how long we were sitting there. I was like, wait a minute, we just sat down. Yeah. So Congrats, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Here's we're having the... a poker night. Rimby and I already talked about it. I can't wait. I cannot wait. What is your guess to the dollar, not rounded to fives? And I I'll just what's your guess? Plus two twenty. Good guess. It's nowhere near that high. I was just positive. <laughs> okay. I can't make this up. I am not. I swear to God, I did not fudge the numbers. The only thing is, if something was forty nine cents or lower, I rounded down. Fifty or higher, I rounded up. I left positive sixty nine dollars. <laughs> so very happy about that. Should we do one more? Uh, yeah, let's do. It. Uh, uh, now, now, now we're pushing our luck. Okay, so those uh, those shout outs, Bjorn and Andrew. These were two just dapper gents that I ran into. We had we had done some ga- uh, gambling at the win, and I ran around the corner to uh, I'm just going to say run an errand, and I went past the Sphere Las Vegas. If, oh yeah, I've never been. Uh, they were building that le- when you and I. It were is there. built and yeah. it is a modern marvel. I highly recommend anybody listening look up the Sphere in Vegas because it is one of the coolest things I have seen the humanity video. build. Alex sent us a video. And it was. It is. Yeah, you can see cool. it in the CHP Discord. It is absolutely gorgeous. But on the like, I ran into these two guys. They were super cool. Um, they were. I'm going to say this is very ignorant. Generally Scandinavian, and I swear they were Danish is what it was, Denmark. But uh, yeah, Bjorn and Andrew, so shout out to them. Um, Charlie at the Yardbird was our bartender. at Yardbird, I can't remember if you've been to it or not, but it's a restaurant in the Venetian. It's one of the better restaurants, honestly. They do like elite southern food. It was that's like the closest restaurant to the Venetian yes, side, right? Correct. Okay. I swear you and I might have been in there one time, but um, he made us. Can an you tell we uh, we know our Vegas? Yeah, and it was really cool because I, I was narrowed down to two cocktails, and he one of them was a watermelon something or other, and the other one was the Earl Grey Martini, and he was like, "Oh, the the watermelon whatever it was." He was like, it's really good. It'll go down really easy. Uh, the Earl Grey Martini uh, is it's a it's a better cocktail. And and by the way, it might have had a different name. But I love how he just glossed over. I was like, let me, let me stop you there, Charlie. I was like, you just said it's a better cocktail, and I could tell the watermelon thing was a better seller. But I was like, I'm here for the better cocktail. Mm-hmm. And he gave it. To, he gave me the, that Earl Grey Martini, whatever it was called, and it was outstanding. So thank you, Charlie. Thank you for that wonderful evening. Um, Christopher at the Venetian was our. Was one of my blackjack dealers. Super cool fresh guy. boy. Well, fresh boy usually knocks you hard. So whatever <laughs> the opposite of fresh boy is, who takes care of you, dude. There was I. I was um, I may or may not have been old boy. I, old boy. Old boy. This yeah. was old boy. Okay. <laughs> I may or may not have been under the influence of more than one substance. Okay. And and I was still doing great, but I had an eleven, mm-hmm. which of course you know that's God. You, mm-hmm. That's an amazing thing to have, other than being dealt blackjack. And I remember asking him, I was like, is this the time when I should double down? Mm -hmm. And I had forgot. I already had three cards out. He's like, you got to do that on the first thing. And at that point in my mind, I was like, oh, that's just a regular hit then. Yeah. But my mind and mouth were not working together. And I spoke. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just stay then. So he had to keep playing. And of course, I lost. And he got the pit boss or whatever those mm-hmm. people always you know running around giving you the stink eye mm-hmm. and he was like look this guy was supposed to hit and he meant to hit but he, he said double down even he probably said yeah, that he, right he was like he said the wrong thing yeah can i do this right for him yeah. and, and 
I was to her credit, she was like, yeah. And he gave me the card and I won and he was like there. And I was like, Sick. this is how <laughs> this should work. Yeah. You know, I was just so thrilled with the whole thing. So that was amazing. Josh, that is the handsome man that you see in the episode image for the Vegas part, 168A. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, you're going to see it. Um, this was at Trustworthy Brewing, which is in the Venetian Palazzo. It is a brewery in there now, and it's their only location. So they, they brew their own. Yes. In the Palazzo? Yes. Dude. I'm it, in. It was so cool. Hey, and how, did, did you yeah. ever ask Rimby how much a the room was going for? No, I didn't. Night? Man, I'm so curious now. Because the Palazzo is like... We'll find out. If it's... I hope... I, don't, I, I just know that hotel rooms go for so much more than I think... Yeah, they should go for. It. Yeah, so I'm and, just curious. Well, here's the other thing. I am when we go to Venetian Palazzo. Most times, we're splitting with a group of people. Aria is good if like you're one couple. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. So, anyways, um, Josh, I asked him to recommend a beer, and he said the it's called What Plain with a question mark. It was an oatmeal stout, but only five point three percent, which in a way was kind of like refreshing to kind me. Kind of like a Guinness. Yeah, because like a lot of times the dark beers is like nine percent, and I'm like, Jesus, can I get something like a little bit more easy drinking? And I made a comment about I was like, this makes me think of the Wiz song This Plane. And it turns out he knew his Wiz. Ooh. And he started rapping some of the lyrics. And I was like, Fuck, I love this guy. Because that's not even a like a big hit. I no, was like, yeah. dude, this is deal or no that's deal. flight school, right? Oh, deal or no deal. It was? Yeah. Are you what, sure? I'm, I will bet you any sum okay. of money. Well, I'm sure that you looked it up no, after I didn't. that. No, no. This plane. We're, we're talking about which Wiz album this, this is, This plane is on deal or no deal, okay. 100%. Right, I'm looking it up anyways. And, and then he even started freaking rapping uh, Red Carpet. Oh, sick. I yeah, which it. is also on Dealer Notes. So clearly he he knows his stuff. And we also had another one called the Hibernation Station Barley Wine, which was 12.8%, and we got kind of fucked up. So, <laughs> Josh, that was another beautiful experience. Thank you. Um, and the other shout-outs are for the Denver part. So we were, I'm now able to uh, – we'll have a little intermission here, and we'll move on to the Colorado Springs and Denver part of the podcast. So we'll see you in a minute. See you next episode.